Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music.
Going past 4 a.m. this beautiful Monday morning. And uh, this song that we are playing at the moment, I so much uh, love the part that uh, the, the, the singer was, was mentioning some professions and he was urging them to do the right thing. You know, it's funny how we always look up to our leaders to do the right thing and we tend to forget that we also need to do the right thing. No matter where you are, what you're doing, you also need to always do the right thing. Do the right thing by Cobems of Featuring Bells this morning. It's Monday, the 16th day of August year 2021 and it's freshly pressed this beautiful Monday morning. It's freshly pressed this beautiful Monday morning, the 16th day in the month of August, year 2021. It's fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. My name is Omoyemi Adesu, and I'm welcoming you this morning to the program. Um, Sansa Kindil is also in the studio with me this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, good morning, uh, Omoyemi. Uh, good morning, dear listeners. Uh, good to be back again. Welcome back, sir. Uh, the Punch, the Tribune, the Guardian, uh, the Pempushi newspapers, the Premium Times, those are some of the options available to us this uh, morning. And we'll begin from the Punch this morning, boldly written, High Commission Infections, Buhari, Asarok AIDS, take COVID-19 test after UK trip. Freed ex-firma engineer dies day after 4.5 million Naira payment to kidnappers. Also on the punch this morning, outrage trails plateau killings. NSCIA can react as tension rises. Buni APC leaders meet Ladoja over party fortunes. That is also on the punch this morning. And on the Nigerian Tribune, Nigeria will bounce back from economic security challenges that is coming from the Vice President, Professor Yemi Oshimbajo. Also on the Nigerian Tribune, plateau killings, death toll rises to 32. 21 army recruits die in Jigawa Road accident and I also came across this very funny report on the Nigerian Tribune. If you are not rich to enjoy life, have more wives. Husband of two wives says... Also on the Nigerian Tribune, Afghanistan president flees country as Taliban forces seize presidential palace. 
And on The Guardian this morning, federal government drags striking doctors to industrial court today. Also on The Guardian, Nigeria begins second phase of COVID-19 vaccination today. Government places jaws on 24-hour indefinite curfew. Also on The Guardian, five die in fresh Kaduna attack. Homes vehicles are touched. Uh, we'll look at some of these stories in just a moment right after this break. You, this one where you have been like this, you chop money. Ne? Wait till I chop fast money, yo, because as you see me, so this layer don't set. As you yummy, na. See, I go yam you. The Obonga name in land and properties. Revolution plus property. Don't come back with another one with them. They call Ilaya Extraordinary Promo. Yes, so from June 14th till August 30. When you subscribe into any of their properties, where they Lagos, Abiokuta, Shimawa, Ibado, and Abuja, just pay shitty money between 50,000. To 3 million naira or more, you get to eat bags of rice, oh yeah, food seasoning, salt, chicken, ram, evil live cow. You never finish your, you feel even spread your remaining payment for six months without interest. For more information, you feel visit their website for www.revolutionplusproperty.com or call 0811 No forget, say, terms and conditions, they shall. Revolution Plus Property, affordable housing. Abel Kuta, congratulations, yo! The hospitality industry leader, Don Landy for Abel Kuta, yes, Academy Suits, the Babala Hotel, the Wetanda for Ibadan, the cultural capital of Yoruba Landy. Don't open for Abel Kuta Academy Suits. Una home away from home hotel. We get Ogbonga comfort for we customer. Plus include leisure with proper cleanliness. Na Academy Suits to get home. Plus include Olympic size swimming pool with security na watertight for our restaurant. You go Baladu Continental and the local food with the check money. Everything about Academy Suits na quality. With unbeatable low price to confirm with another talkie for what you match now now to Academy Suit went and Dagidiba beside Abadia Central Mosque MKO Abiola Way Abel Kuta Abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 Academy Suit na home away from home. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM Abiyokuta of this beautiful Monday morning. Uh, did I mention it's a full house this morning? Wale Bakari, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for having me this morning. Okay, uh, we'll begin th- this morning with this uh, story on the punch. It's about the COVID-19 high commission infections. Buhari, Asorok 8, take COVID-19 test after a UK trip. The President, Mohamed Buhari, and some of his close aides are currently awaiting results of the COVID-19 test conducted on them shortly after they return to Nigeria from London. They are, however, currently in isolation according to the protocols for international travellers. Recall that Buhari travelled to London on July 6 to participate, 26 participates in the global 
Education Summit on financing global partnership for education. At the end of the summit, the president stayed back in London for a scheduled checkup while some members of his entourage returned to the country. Buhari only returned to the country on Friday with some close aides who stayed back with him. The punch learned that shortly after their return, the president and the close aides took COVID-19 tests. The anxiety ahead of the result, it was further learned, was caused by the reported cases of virus among officials of the Nigerian High Commission in UK, while members of the presidency delegation were still in London. A presidency official who did not want his name mentioned because he's not the spokesman said, you know that some officials of the High Commission were reported to have had the COVID-19 virus recently, leading to the shutting down of the High Commission's complex. You also know that when the president visits a country, officials of our High Commission or embassy, as the case may be in that country, are always on ground to say that the president and members of his team have a successful stay. The rest of that story is on the punch uh, this uh, morning. I commission infections. Buhari Asarok aides take COVID-19 tests after UK trip. Well, uh, there are a couple of other stories on many of the daily is talking about the COVID-19 pandemic. The Guardian, for example, says Nigeria begins second phase of COVID-19 vaccination today. Uh, it comes with the rider. Could the VAR declares first Ebola outbreak in over 25 years? Well, the federal government is set to begin the second phase of the coronavirus disease vaccination today after taking delivery of 177,600 Johnson & Johnson vaccines on August 12, 2021 in Abuja. Received through the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, this marks the arrival of the first COVID vaccines procured through the African Union. This uh, the phase will see the country administering the Moderna vaccine doses donated by the United States of America. Recall that the rollout was postponed from August 10 to 16 because of administrative issues. Nigeria had received 4,800,000 doses of the Moderna vaccine, which were taken to NAVDAC for approval. NAVDAC said the doses of Moderna vaccine donated to the country by the U.S. were safe and meant to save lives. Uh, meanwhile... Uh, the executive director of the NPHCDA, Dr. Faisal Shuaib, said the arrival of the vaccines will yet be another step in the battle against the COVID-19 pandemic. According to him, the shipment is the first batch of the vaccine from the AU, which would be received in batches monthly until 29.8 million doses are completed. Well, uh, the rest of that is there on The Guardian this morning. That report also uh, talks about the fact that uh, in um, not so far away Cote d'Ivoire, uh, the Ministry of Health there yesterday confirmed the country's first case of Ebola since 1994. Uh, this came after the Institute Pasteur in Cote d'Ivoire confirmed the Ebola virus disease in samples collected from a patient who was hospitalized in the commercial capital of Abidjan after arriving from Guinea. Well, you don't understand why that is um, very important for very important for us. Uh, we know what the story was uh, years back with the Ebola outbreak, and uh, of course, uh, this is another disease that will most likely come from a different country if it is. Hopefully, it doesn't. But as far as the COVID nineteen pandemic is uh, concerned, uh, a lot of people were uh, there's been a lot of apprehension as far as the vaccination drive is uh, concerned. But finally, uh, at least from uh, the announcement that was made, uh, the second phase of uh, the vaccination will start uh, this uh, Monday. At the moment, uh, they'll be rolling out the Moderna 
uh, vaccine. The Johnson & Johnson, we expect maybe is still being looked at. We don't know. We, we've not gotten any updates as regards that. For those that had their first shot of the Pfizer vaccine, uh, there is, uh, the minister says they would begin to get their second doses by the end of the month uh, because uh, I, I don't know whether we have enough uh, for those that have had the first shot. Uh, it doesn't appear so anyway, although we're expecting some more doses. But as far as this pandemic is concerned, um, we particularly have uh, been speaking about this as an organization a lot. Uh, they need to obey the guidelines. They need to, uh, you know, understand that this virus is with us. Uh, for sad reasons, of course, it became very a lot more necessary for us. But for some reason, we, we, we're just still um, not at the level we should be. Some have spoken about sensitization should be improved. Some would argue a lot of us know about these things already. Uh, but for some reason, uh, we just continue to be who we are. Well, um, unfortunately so. Um, this is who we are. Um, disobedience, uh, should I say civil disobedience. You know, it's, it's in almost everybody. And, um, you know, this thing started with the promotion of um, different conspiracy theories, you know, about um, this COVID-19 issue. Uh, even concerning the the vaccines, mm. some people, in fact, not just in Nigeria, you know, the comp- conspiracy theorists were everywhere around the world, you know, pushing all those negative um, narratives about what people should do or what people should not do, and a lot of people fell for that. Even even on the pulpit, we've had some pastors in Nigeria even telling their members not to take it that. Uh, the grace of God is sufficient for them and all that, misleading a lot of their followers. So, will you really blame people? But we will still have to blame somebody who, who will be careless and at the end of the day will come down with the virus or, or die. Because if you are supposed to do what you, uh, you, you, if you are supposed to do something and you didn't do it, you, you won't blame government. You won't blame the leaders. You won't blame your church leader. Because you took in that message and um, you, you, you use this against yourself, against your life, against your family, perhaps against the nation and humanity because um, you are supposed to be useful for humanity. That's why God created you. And if you've wasted that you know, effort, if you've wasted your life, you think your life is just about yourself. No, it's about everybody. So I, I think the disobedience is there and we can only appeal to people. That look, this time around, the government does not even have the funds, mm. you know, to take care of people. A lot of state government, they, they already shut down the isolation centers. And even then that people were being asked to come forward for tests and all that. I don't know how many of, state, of the state government that are testing people now, free of charge. Ask those who want to travel out of this country how much they pay to even get tested. So people should just take personal responsibility you know, for their own health or else. When it happens, you can imagine, you know, our president just returned from the UK to take care of himself. <laughs> How many people, you know, have that kind of luxury? So, folks, just take care of yourself. Do the right thing. These are just non-pharmaceutical things. Mm. You don't have to spend so much, you know, to abide by these rules of hand washing, using nose mask, avoiding crowded area, and other things that you have to do.
Well, uh, they are there on um, a lot of the dailies. Uh, in fact, the breakdown of the latest cases also there on uh, some of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, COVID-19, Buari, others go on isolation after a UK trip is also on the Premium Times uh, to look out for this morning. Uh, still talking health on The Guardian this morning. Federal government drags striking doctors to industrial court today. It comes with some riders, seeks to enforce no work, no pay rule on NARD members. Aggrieved workers accuse government of oppression. Vow strike continues. Pay doctors with 4.8 billion naira meant for policing WhatsApp calls, Serap tells Buhari. Efforts by the House of Reps to reconcile striking resident doctors and the federal government seem to have hit the rocks, as the latter have taken the former to the Industrial Court of Nigeria. The Guardian reliably gather that the executives of NARD, led by their president, Dr. Uilawa Okuesui, would today be arraigned by 10 a.m. at the ICN Abuja by the federal government. The federal government is urging the court to ask the doctors to go back to work, failure of which it would enforce the no-work, no-pay policy. The House of Reps, led by the Chairman, House Committee on Health, Dr. Tanko Sununu, and last week Monday tried to broker a truce. Sun- okay. Uh, unfortunately, the talks broke down after the doctors accused the federal government of insincerity and swore to continue the strike until their demands are met, including payment of four to seven month salaries, as of allowances and insurance benefits of members that died on active COVID-19 duty. The rest of that story is on The Guardian this morning. Federal government drags striking doctors to industrial court today. You know, oftentimes when... Uh, uh, the, uh, some workers embark on strike. We always see the federal government come out to to make threats, but with this uh, strike by the resident doctors, it seems to that's just taking a new turn on daily basis. And also, you know, when the uh, the, uh, the the minister of labour when he talks about this issue, like what he keeps talking about is the fact that he wasn't given a notice by the resident doctors that they were embarking on strike. You know, leaving out the part that they said that okay, we. Uh, our agreements, you are failed to you know, feel part of the agreement and all of that. Well, this is what you get when you think um, if you have one of you mm. as, a, as a minister is going to do a whole lot for that sector. Um, talking about uh, the minister who is uh, a medical doctor mm-hmm. or supposed to be <laughs> one and um, he's, he's been issuing this kind of statement against his constituency. You know, Sometimes when you're eating, you don't chop. Maybe that's the principle he's also working with. And uh, he's been telling everybody, even even said he told his children not to participate in this senseless, I think that's the word he used, you know, mm. strike, you know, that was going on. You were not informed, but you were informed about, you know, all the things that have been brought before you. You, you met, you know, with these people many times and you were waiting that... Or, or rather, you expect them to wait endlessly mm. Why you are still dilly-dallying on whether to meet their demands or not. You know, it's, it's the wicked part of uh, the job of a minister. Mm. Um, rather than to come down and, and apologize to these people, um, this is the kind of thing he's doing. And you won't blame him. You know, I alluded to the fact that we had a president that had to go abroad, you know, to treat himself. Mm. You even have other people who have also been traveling to take care of themselves because they don't go to the 
primary health centers. They don't go to secondary health centers. Even the tertiary ones close to them, they can't use them because they know they've not done anything to warrant them to go there. They don't want to lose their own lives because um, the, the ordinary people, you know, are supposed to go to those centers. Rather, they will be in London, they will be in Germany, they will go to the US or Canada to have good health. But we, we have to continue to impress it on them that they are writing history. The government, they took over from that, they condemned so much. Yes, they didn't do well. But you have not come to also do well when it comes to health. And this is where, you know, the minister should be reminded, you know, that in case, of course, definitely they will live with with their principal, you know, in 2023. Um, we, We will record this against them. Humanity will record it against them for any life that is lost because these, these hardworking guys are on strike. We we'll have to record it against them. And of course, their, their, their own children, grandchildren will also hear the name of their fathers, their mothers. That once upon a time when they were in government, they didn't take care of our health system the way they should do. Well, uh, according to uh, what we hear, the uh, court hearing this morning is for 10 a.m. The government is asking the resident doctors to come explain to the court why the no work, no pay rule uh, should not be applied mm, uh, for embarking on strike. Imagine. <laughs> uh, imagine. Well, uh, well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, 10 a.m. this morning is when the court hearing. At a uh, time, at the time, he even said anybody that wants to live among them should leave the because, country. So that same, they, they have enough doctors. Same, we are uh, donating I, resources. I don't. Them. I don't know. I don't know where he got that from. But he's a medical doctor. Maybe he also knows what he's talking about. But I bet you, uh, in the next two years. When Nigerians will have decided, maybe he will will be speaking in another language. Well, maybe, maybe not. We'd have to wait and see. Uh, Yoruba elders Uriwa won federal government against prescribing IPOB. Afen Ferry is uh, there to look out for this morning. Uh, But uh, the situation in uh, Plateau State is on a lot of the dailies this uh, morning. The uh, Tribune uh, says... Plateau killings escalate, death toll rise to 32. Uh, that's on the Tribune. The Punch, by the way, uh, says Plateau Massacre. We don't want to name anybody. That's according to the Commissioner of Police uh, there in Plateau. The Plateau Commissioner of Police, Edward Ebuka, says that though the attack on commercial vehicles in Joss leading to the death of 23 persons on Saturday was not the first time such an incident will be happening, the police do not want to name anybody. They noted that those behind the attack on commuters in Joss on August 14 were miscreants and hoodlums who wanted to take advantage of the security situation in the state to cause trouble and loot. The commissioner stated this at a briefing by head of security agencies in the state to Governor Simon Lelong. Uh, this is contained in a statement by the, in Joss by the Governor's Director of Press and Public Affairs, Dr. Makot Macham. Uh, the news agency of Nigeria reports that the meeting followed the attack on commuters along Rukuba Road in just north local government area, during which 23 persons were reportedly killed and 23 injured. Those are miscreants and hoodlums who wanted to take advantage of the situation to cause trouble and loot. This was not the first time it has happened. We do not want to name anybody, Egbuka said. According to him, a total of 36 persons have been rescued unhurt from the attack and are in good condition, adding that investigations are ongoing 
and arrests are being made. He advises citizens to abide by the 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew imposed on just South and Basa local government areas and also the 24-hour curfew imposed on just North local government area, saying the order was being enforced and that violators will be dealt with. The commissioner said the imposition of the 24-hour curfew on just North local government area had curtailed the spread of violence in the metropolis where seven persons were killed. They assured that security agencies would fish out the criminals and miscreants and be made to face the wrath of the law. Well, uh, the rest of it is there on the punch. Uh, a lot of us talked about what was happening in uh, Plata State uh, during the weekend. Uh, the hope, of course, is that the uh, curfew imposed by the state government would um, have desired effect. Uh, wouldn't be the first time we've had curfews imposed in places where things like this were happening and they don't have effects. But for some reason, uh, yes, the police talks about people who were uh, miscreants who were trying to take advantage of the security situation and um, wreak havoc. That, of course, uh, is, is what we've seen in many parts of the country. For, mm. for some reason, it just appears... Uh, like, um, I don't know, some have spoken about intelligence gathering. Some have spoken, It just appears like there is something missing as far as our security architecture is concerned, almost everywhere these days. Because the hoodlums or miscreants are not spirits. And that's why anybody who is vast enough concerning uh, maybe about security will, will want to say that, uh, look, maybe something is lacking in, ten, in intelligence gathering. At least these people will, will not just come from space. They, 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 they ride on land, whether through, um, the, you know, uh, motorbikes or cars or trucks. And um, we, we seem not to be getting it yet. But the, the, the one that really got me interested, you know, about that story was the fact that um, the, 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 there was a religious profiling to it. Mm. You know, certain religious groups were killed and um, they were killed by another group. And this is where we have to be very careful, even as the media in Nigeria. Um, I don't know who led that kind of headline to come out, that um, it was a religious thing. If if you if you have a very good history of what has been happening there, you you will know that these guys will just come to the road randomly and and kill and maim and steal from people. Uh, so we we have to be careful because if we don't do that, by the time reprisals will come through this kind of report, even the person that wrote the piece might not be able to have his own piece. Mm. So we we really really have to be careful. It's not always good that we do this kind of thing. But to the government, yes, we don't want profiling, whether on et- based on ethnicity or religion. The government is still lagging behind concerning the issue of security. Uh, from Benway, it came to play too suddenly. Now, coffee had to be you know, declared. Good one, because coffee will at least stem you know, the tide of this orgy of violence for a while. But you can't you can't impose curfew forever. So what else are they doing? We don't expect them to tell the world that look, we, we are we, this these are all the things we are doing because these are security matters and the enemies are also in the within uh, and among the public members. So but the government really needs to sit up. State governments we we call on the federal government a lot. Yes, because you know, almost everything is centralized. But are we saying that there is nothing these state governors can do, you know, to also make sure that they, they, they protect the people? They talk about them not having the control of the police and all that. Yet, I'm yet to hear any state governor that, that, that has called a police commissioner and that such a person will not, you know, answer. 
and or maybe the IG said, no, don't don't do whatever that governor wanted you to do to protect the citizens. We've not heard any story like that. Mm. So I think the governors also have a lot, you know, to play. The the perhaps the those who also created the system we have discovered that or maybe had it in mind that the governors will also need funds for security. That's why they have the security vote. How many of them are spending this money the way they should spend it? So we also need to put some pressure on our governors to also sit up. Not all the governors are, 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 are lazy or are closing their mind, but mm. I bet some governors are really sleeping. They, are, they always like you know, to push everything back to the federal government. No. There are some things they can do. And when people, your people see that you are doing your best, they will, they will line up behind you and support you. All right, um, we'll take a very quick pause and when we return, we'll continue some more security talks. A lot of the dailies have the talks about uh, this um, issue of uh, reintegrating surrendered um, terrorists back into the communities on many of the dailies. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Seven Olusha Gonshaba Row. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818 900 897 when you haven't used your SIM for quite a while, you start to worry. You start to calculate the last time you recharged, or the last time you got a call on that line, or a credit alert, or even just a flash. But thanks to Glow Always On, you can rest easy and never worry about any of that. Because with just 500 Naira, you stay connected to the Glow Network even if your SIM is inactive. Just dial star 777 hash and select Always On to subscribe. Glow Unlimited. Thank you for staying with us. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Moving on this morning on The Guardian, reintegrating repented Boko Haram terrorists disastrous to Borneo, says Governor Zulum. It comes with some riders. Cameroons repatriate 82 ex-rebels families. IGP stresses training of officers for better crime fight. Governor Bagana Zulum at the weekend declared that the surrendering of 1,000 repentant Boko Haram terrorists 
and left Borneo State and its people with two extremely difficult security dimensions. According to him, the current situation, if not collectively handled by stakeholders, could lead to a civil rebellion. He raised the fears while addressing military officers and community leaders at Bama and Goza. The governor maintained that the security situation required the coming together of stakeholders, including reps of the attack communities in all of the state's 27 local council. The rest of that story is on The Guardian this morning. Reintegrating President Boko Haram terrorist disastrous to Bruno, says Governor Zulum. Okay, so the um, story is on uh, some of the other dailies this uh, morning. The Nigeria Gateway, if I talk about the surrendering of the Iswa Boko Haram members, entirely says insurgency, 1,500 Iswa Boko Haram commanders, members surrender. Uh, that's there uh, this morning to look out for. Uh, it's a discussion that has been uh, going on for some days now uh, since uh, this talks about the uh, surrender of some of these um, uh, you know, terrorists or repented terrorists. That's the nomenclature that has been given to them uh, si- since uh, the, the, the development came up. Now, the, the question has always been, and, and it's actually uh, you know, same old, same old. The question has always been, uh, do you want to have these individuals back uh, in the society after the havoc that they've wreaked? In fact, over the weekend, I remember um, uh, reading an headline that spoke about how internally displaced persons were particularly angry about these talks about reintegrating uh, mm. these individuals because they are there. The ID becomes maltreated, mm. uh, somewhat uh, underfed uh, diseases, some level of uh, you know not taken care of. And then we're talking about those that put them where they are. Are getting this um, treatment, and you don't understand where Governor Zulum is coming from. He's faced with there are people in his state that are that could become rebellious by this um, attempt to reintegrate some individuals back to society. Well, um, it is a very dicey situation, and um, we should approach it like that. Um, coming out from the Sambisa forest or wherever they are, and they are coming out to say. We are tired of fighting. Mm. Nigerians, you know, please forgive us. It's good for the morale of the military. The, the soldiers can now sleep a little uh, or rest a little. I'm not saying they should rest on their horse because some, some, some of them are still well radicalized and they, still continue, they, they want to continue to fight mm. until perhaps you kill them. You know, but for these ones that are coming out, what are you going to do about that? Um, not all the terrorists will be prosecuted. If you, if the, if the military will really do their profiling very well, but I'm concerned. You've mentioned the the, you know, internally displaced internally displaced persons. The the, the figure I got from um, UNHCR it says that two point seven million persons have been displaced so far from their homes as at June this year. Mm. Now, in Bornu State, which is the epicenter of insurgency, 32,820 deaths have been recorded from 2011 till date. Adamawa, 4,009. Kaduna, 3,804. Zamfara, 3,705. Benue, Yobe, Plateau, all of them. Now, people that people have died. These guys had a reign of violence on the nation, thinking they were untouchable until their leader was killed. 
And they now realize that perhaps this guy has been lying to them. And they want Nigerians to forgive them. Maybe the forgiveness will have been easier if those that have been displaced have been reinstated to where they were or something closer to that. No, that has not been done. Some of them in the early days even had a be sold for them and they were taken to, you know, government house. And those, they, 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 they put in, you know, state of poverty and squalor. They were still there at the IDP camp. Some of them being raped. Some of them not eating very well. Many of the children quachokod and all of them. And now these guys are suddenly looking for forgiveness. My bit on this is very, is very simple. If, if even if you will not, because in in war situations you have people who will surrender. You when they are surrendering, you don't kill them. But what do you do? Do you reintegrate them back in the society just like that? How about those commanders who led some of these young people? Are you also going to forgive them like that? And thinking that we we all have this amnesia, we've forgotten all they did, you know, since 2011. I think the government should be very careful. And this is where they need to listen to Governor Zulum, the man who is feeling the heat. The man before him had to weep many times. Anytime he, he, he saw people, you know, you know, being killed, children being made, you know, fatherless, motherless. Uh, the government of Nigeria should really, really be careful because you really don't know the, the next stage that these guys are going to. So Maybe they are releasing these ones to come back into town. To spy on or something. To mm. do something else. And if you allow this to pass, we are going to set a bad precedence that we might not be able to handle. What if we have a new set of jihadists that will want a theocratic society in the future? Thinking that when we fight and we cannot win, we can always come back and ask for forgiveness mm. and it will be given. The government has to be very careful. Those commanders and those that have been known, you know, to have led a lot of these young people to, to, to kill their own people must be prosecuted. Well, um, the the uh, a number of the reactions uh, from some of the things that we've heard, these individuals uh, surrendered with their families and um, <laughs> some people have been uh, talking about uh, the fact that uh, all the while these individuals in the terrorist groups or in uh, the, these fighters, so mm, to speak, mm. were people that were known. They had families, they had yes, relatives. Yes. They are people that could have been found out one way or the other and it, it just brought up questions about our approach uh, to the whole thing entirely you know natural justice should be considered i i remember the cheaper girls now some of them are coming back with children mm. they raped these girls you know and they they terminated some dreams from i think it's about seven years now that they took these girls away and they, they forcefully remove their innocence from them. Some of them might not be able to go back to school, except some NGOs internationally will just come and pick them up and say, look, you will still get, you know, uh, 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 educated. They were taken away as teenagers. They are returning as young women who already have children. Who is going to correct that? And they will be seeing these guys that did this to them, being taken back in the society as if nothing happened? No, that, that, that will be cruelty against humanity the second time for, for the victims.
Well, it's there. Uh, also on the Nigerian uh, gateway, how cattle rustling snowballed into kidnapping banditry. Uh, Governor Masari uh, is there on the Nigerian gateway. 11 military applicants, 10 others in Jigawa Bridge, uh, 10 others killed in Jigawa Bridge collapse. Uh, that's there. On the Nigerian Gator as well. Uh, just to uh, mention some of those other headlines to look out for for you this morning, just before we take this break, the Nigerian News Directors, commercial banks borrow 9.97 trillion naira from CBN in seven months. A federal government plans to employ audit firm for Disco's debt repayment. Uh, that's also there. Uh, Deep Blue Project, Nimasa, will ensure proper maintenance of assets. There's also VAT collection. FIRS files appeal against court judgment. That's the Rivers situation. The court in Rivers had uh, ruled that um, the Rivers State, only the Rivers State government, had the right to collect VAT and uh, was a personal income tax and uh, shouldn't be the federal government or the FIRS. That's a lot of money being taken away uh, from the federal government. You don't understand, especially in Rivers State. You don't understand why they would appeal such judgment. VAT collection, FIRS, files appeal against court judgment is there on the Nigerian News Direct. We'll take a very quick pause. Please don't go anywhere. So you do the 3.5 million naira ni pele mpele ni keteti wo ba ti mu ni bara ile wa ni wo na yo let us commission ti e e ko si wa ni ile ise ojulowo omo luabe third floor one gov drive presidential boulevard abeokuta tabi omo luabe white and blue house okelan to roundabout abeokuta ele pe yike inu na mo number yi 08185261608 08093531067 e dalapo mo wa labi agboru anfani real estate marketing eyi ti ile ise ojulowo omo luabe mu wa yi londe kejo ma abule showo Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Oakland. Hey, you look fresh FM Nigeria. Hey, you can get it, Pataki. A shit and go a lorry, Cori. Latiwaman Badu was the one you see, Nibu Bubita Batiwa. A Kodalo Sigugu Play Store. Latisha Waria, the fresh FM player. Kasik Basuri phone, no yellow fair. No bata is Jemu Keloku. Kama Tatisi fresh FM Ibada. Fresh FM Abiokuta. Ati fresh FM Adrekiti. Loria Teka Shosho. Bubunta Fegbo, Loduka Loa. And we to a Badu no to Kone Leko. Iruyati Badeba. 
orin adidun asa ise ati bebe lo si ati koja lo si google play store ko si gba fresh fm player sori phone re lo fe o ti menu be nu ehi keyi kan ni fresh fm to ba wu oloma te ti si lori ate fresh fm player iyewu bayi ko si gbe wa sori osun wa awa fun oyipo ojo Thank you for staying with us. Uh, still freshly pressed this uh, morning. Uh, we'll be talking to you uh, in a moment. But uh, the Pembershire newspapers uh, headlines look out for there. Uh, Nigeria Air Commission in London short as two staffers test positive for coronavirus. Ambassador commiserates with Governor Biodun over father's death. Uh, there's also, after seven years in Boko Haram captivity, another Chibok girl returned with two children. And then there is uh, Demeji Bakole leads three APC governors in closed-door meeting with Ladoja. Uh, away from the country, Taliban fighters take over Afghanistan as President flees cap- country's capital, Kabul. is actually on a lot of dailies this morning, the situation uh, in Afghanistan. Uh, let's talk to you this morning. The numbers 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. And there's also 0818 0818- one 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 zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Uh, engineer, I'm calling from Songo. Okay, go ahead. Yes, I'm um, Mr. Samson. Yes, sir. There is no too much history about this one thousand five uh, surrenders. We are in the war. Uh, the rebels. Surrenders and the organization were still in place. In as much the organization of Israel and Boko Haram are still not surrendering, those who have not remain prisoners of war. They have no, they have nothing to do with Nigerian citizens. They should be remain in the uh, covers of the military in the prisons. And again. When they surrender, that means they, we, should, they, we, we recover 1,500 AK-47, isn't it? Not necessarily. Or did they, did, did they surrender with empty hands? Look, there are a lot of questions to, you know, to be answered. So they remain prisoners of war. People as ABC. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my sister. I'm Claudia from my doctor. Good morning, Nigerians. Uh, my take on reintegrating of the uh, people we call Boko Haram or terrorists is ungodly. I'm telling you, if man was sword, so should be killed also by the same sword. I think it's not good for us to go that way. Other than for the government, who know the purpose of media, eh, to go to court, let go to court, let the court decide whether to leave them or to kill. It's not that it's not your real to me that I must forgive anybody. When my family, our family, kill a that it's quite shameful that the government is going with a frequent suit. And so it's not like you're asking them to come and really we can barely, can barely hear you or you have to try to call us back hello good morning hello good morning hello good morning please turn on the volume on your radio if you want us to hear you properly all right hello good morning it's already turned down okay 
I am working from the United States of Ayetun. You see, my job as assistant in the house. One that I never continue to happen in Nigeria. If Boko Haram repentance, if they cast away simple games, yet unreturned, I say you want to give them amnesty. What kind of amnesty do you want to give to them? What are the parents of these girls? How do you want them to feel? It is not only people going to see how by Astra or whatever, whatever. I think what should be done, you cast them into prison, give them a free hand, they let them farm for Nigeria. You don't give them freedom into the society. They integrate them into the prison. Far to have a... a, a to be corrected, country. because it's a correctional yes. centers. Mm. Yeah, correctional center to correct them the more. Mm. They have killed so many people. They have thrown so many people into agony. Where do we go from this end? Mm. I, I don't right. think I, I don't think this government is very serious on we magic. The gods have faced this country and give us our urbanity. Thank you, God bless you. That last part Hello, I do morning. not know. <laughs> you can only say your Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello? Hello, we can hear you. Good morning. Hello? Well, uh, we could hear you. You could try again. Uh, 0815-432-1079-0818-1111-079. Those are the numbers. Remember, we're live on Facebook uh, for you to drop your contributions as well. And we'll be glad to hear from you. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good What's morning. your name? Uh, Good morning. My name is Freddie. Uh, um, you see, the repentant Boko Haram did not repent because they they have a change of mind. They repented because they run out of uh, fire hands. They run out of bullets. <laughs> so it's a different thing entirely. Mm. But I want to watch this government. I also believe in repentance. But the process in which you go through that is my personal and part of the deal was that the Afghanistan government was going to release 5,000 prisoners. They called it repentant. Repentant with the people who repented, so to say, I'm missing words now. But what we just know now, that 5,000 militants that was released then are part of the truth pulled down the Afghan government. Just yesterday, this government should be careful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, uh, we'll just squeeze in one more. Uh, mention your Facebook comments quickly. Good morning. I don't know. Hello, good morning. I think. Ah, Let's hope okay. this is clearer. Hello. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> quickly, please. <laughs> this is Jabari. You see. This Boko Haram integration, people should not be sentimental. There's no sentiment about it. In international law, during war period, war time, when people, when they open, you know, enemies surrender, they are pardoned. They are pardoned. We should not allow sentiment to, okay, after all, who started this war? This Boko Haram terrorism of the thing. It was the federal government, the police that murdered, killed Muhammad Yusuf. And that was what sparked all this. So long as the International uh, Geneva Convention says in terms of uh, any enemy that surrender, they are pardoned. That in our own situation, I would say, well, 
the federal government should be very watchful. These people that are surrendering, maybe they keep them together. Possibly, you engage them in a mechanized farming of the thing, which joins the Nigerians. What are the ones there? Thank you. All right. The, the, the Geneva Convention of 1929, you know, which was defined in 1949, didn't mm. give us express pardon That's or right give here. them express pardon. It just says that they also have protection. They should be treated uh, humanely and given some privileges. All right, I would um, take a look at some of your Facebook comments in 30 seconds as we wrap things up this morning. Additional strings are in Toyinbo. The health minister's position in regards to doctor strike is quite inhuman. It's obvious Nigerian politics has a way of turning supposedly good people to beasts. Why would a reasonable person who's also a doctor called the strike senseless. Otumba Salam Ami Kibble says, uh, good morning. He says, I wonder why our leaders are so cruel in nature. They nada on strike and they are flo- flying to abroad for medical treatment, which shows that they don't care about the citizens of uh, this uh, country. Uh, the man that got married to two wives is happy now because they just got married. I gave him two to five months. The problem was, uh, okay. Is he your marriage? Larry Alakam says, Governor Zulum of Bono, in his wisdom, has carefully excreted the unforgivable activities of uh, those reprobates Boko Haram terrorists and opine that a collective decision should be made on how to handle the situation at hand. Giving those giving these undesirable elements a blanket amnesty is akin to rewarding them for their ignoble acts perpetrated against humanity. They are mindless people and they should be dealt with accordingly. Alright. Uh, we'll leave it there this morning. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for investing your time with us. Mr. Akangeli, thank you very much. Thank you for having Great me. Great to have you back. Good to be back. My name is Wale Bakari. Enjoy your Monday. Good morning. My name is Omo Imadisi. Do have a lovely day. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Fresh 107.9 FM. Dabe Oluma. Okile Fala Fala. Eku de di asiko yimbi gbogbo te tin gbo wa salafia ni o alafia wo si ni de fi afia oda ile ise kan be pelu mi ni bi every specialty ni won je asoju won be mi o e ba mi kan eyan wa eku de di asiko yi gbogbo wa o oruko temi ni ayodeji ogunsola lati every specialty ajo to gba won te ijoba nile nigeria nile ise every specialty ni nkan te ni fa won eyan gan ile ise every specialty o fe ki awon niyan ma fi oniku folade de to la se gbe to yi kale fun awon niyan lati fi le je anfani ilera to peye eto wo le ati yin awon ojo kan laarin ose ti a ma fi je ka won ni ojo anfani eto lera yi ina awon to ma ba wa pe ni ojo na e ma ja anfani gbigbo idanileko lori onje to e ka je ati itiko ye ka je iru igbese ayi to e ka gbe ati itiko ye ka gbe lati fi le je ki aison kojina siwa ni de yin danileko yi ati wa se eto aye o ara ofe fun gbugbu awon to ba ba wa pe ni ojo na e le mo bi to kun die ke ato ni ara yin e de mo iru itoju ti o ye ke fun ara yin je wa la won irin se orisirisi da fi se abi bo le be se yen be ni yato si idanileko ati aye wa ara ofe ati ma lo awon irin se ilera to to be meji la fun wa ni ara lati le je ki ilera popo dada ina awon ise re ni iti o nje ki eje ko sun yi ka ara dada te je ba de tin sun yi ka ara dada a le aison ifun pa giga lo ati je ki loko laya wa ni alafia ani awon rinse to mu adikun ba ora to poju ni ara a de tun ni rinse to nse itoju fun ara ba o lo se nse iru apere wo ni orin lara se owo en kuta itai ni abi okinri orun sun aye wa ara lo e ku o ko se ko ba le mo iru igbese to e ko gbe elomi aso pe ohun ijulo yin ohun lenu elomi aso pe aromo le igun lo yin ohun lenu tabi awoka tabi songun songun 
ogun elomi o ronrun sun elomi oju awon eyan dada elomi o le wa moto lale enike ni ti o ba ni ru awon apere bike gboro ko ma dide ma ko ogun je aye wo ara se pataki idini yen to e ka se mo ru awon je ti o ba ilera wa mu orisirisi ni awon irinse igbalode ti ati sito kale ti o le ran wa lowo lati toju orisirisi awon ison ti o ba wa finra ni ile ise av specialty ati sitan lati ran opolopo eniyan lowo ti won pariwo pe awon ni ailera ti bi awon ni ailera ti ohun ti o de nja won laya ti o je kini won dun afe ki won fi okan won bale ki won ma bo lati wa se ayewo ilera ofe medical test ade tun ma se idanileko lori oro ilera won fun won won de tun ni anfani lati lo orisirisi irinse fun ara won lati fi le je ki ilera won ko tun pe ni ojo na ni ojo tuesday ati thursday yi ni o ni dede ago mejo aro ni number 39 testimony plaza tinubu street ni egbe ile ku eben fm ni ta eko first come first serve ni osoko titede awa ti aba ni arugbo nle eje ka titede gbe won wa ni aro tuesday ati thursday yi ago mejo aro ni ni ojo mejeji ka se to ayewo ilera ofe fun won kon ba le mo bi tokun die ka to ni ara ati riti oju to eko fun ara won sha wa rugbo nikan wa ni awon odo na nkan kin sha rugbo nikan e ma pe ilera ni oro fun gbogbo ni ruru ti o ba ni fe si ki ilera to nko gboro dada to de fe pe ni aye atokunrin ati obirin papa eyin okunrin ti eni awonle ati eyin obirin na e so fun awon dadiwa ke jo wa je gbadu nkan ti a ni fun wa ni ojo tuesday yi ati thursday phone number won ni awon yen le ma pe yin si tan ba fe mo pupo si e si sunju ibi to fi si phone number ti alipe wa si ohun ni 08162656715 le kan si 08162656715 e ma ba pade ni number 39 testimony plaza ni tinumbu street legbe ile ipo eben fm ni ta eko e ba ti gbe taxi ke so fun epen lo si egbe ile ipo eben fm ni ta eko ko ni sinu number wa te o ma pe ile eko sire 08162656715 le kan si 08162656715 ojo le so pe eto aye wo ile ra ofe yi ma waye ati pe e so pe gbugbu eyan lokabi ato do atagbalagba atomode se gbugbu won ni